This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Guess who's back? Back again. LM's back. Tell a friend. Oh, I think Eminem's going to absolutely sue me right now. Hey, I'm back. LME is back for season two of Kigo Lasso. What a week. Did I miss anything? I think not. We have Fabrizio Romano and Jonathan Johnson to break down the latest on Lionel Messi and PSG. What this means for Barcelona, for Messi, for PSG, League A, all the updates. It's an absolute packed episode, including Romelu Lukaku news and Chelsea as well. And much, much more Kigo Lasso with yours truly begins right now. What's up, everybody? It's good to be back, my goodness. And of course, I have to return. I have to return with the one and only Fabrizio Romano. Fab, how are you, my friend? Welcome back. Welcome back, my friend. Nice to see you. We had good times with with Lisa, with JJ, but really happy to have you back here be, be pleasure and after you've been on holiday everything happened on the market so well, let's I, do it together <laughs> i was just gonna ask fabrizio first of all i hope you didn't have too much fun with jj and lisa and everybody just <laughs> don't, to, don't, worry, don't, don't forget your roots brother don't forget don't that worry. it's really me and you uh second of all yeah that's what i was gonna ask did anything happen this summer fabrizio no no, no it was so quiet it was so quiet really don't worry nothing big not of players <laughs> no no it's, it's been incredible really if you told me maybe three weeks ago we'll have greenish messy lukaku and so many things this is why transfer market is beautiful because you can predict whatever you want in july but maybe things happen in august and everything is gonna happen again in a different sense so fantastic Absolutely. 100 uh, percent. The transfer market is absolutely insanity. My wife was joking about how the fact how, how convenient that I picked <laughs> that week uh, to be off just with everything that was going on. And by the way, uh, Lasso, uh, faithful. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for being patient with me. But also a little credit to Fabrizio Romano, because I remember, Fab, a few weeks ago, maybe even months ago, I said out of Kane, Mbappé, Jack Grealish, who's the most likely to leave and you sadly but realistically told me that it was Jack Grealish and look what happened <laughs> unbelievable uh so I'll be asking for your lottery numbers uh Fabrizio after this and then we can make it happen listen <laughs> all right let's talk this is it this is the big one everybody wants to talk yes. about one thing I'm gonna briefly ask you about uh, a Romelo Lukaku because that in a normal summer that also would be the biggest story yes. as well yes. but uh it's obviously Lionel Messi Heading to PSG, uh, we are recording this as of Monday morning. You'll get this hopefully around that time as well. But Fabrizio, the latest, of course, and everybody, please go to cbsports.com because you can read Fabrizio's entire sort of uh, plan on how it all unfolded. They were ready. Barcelona were ready Thursday night to unfold everything. And then Laporta called Jorge and Lionel saying, listen, it's not going to happen. Everybody knows the uh, 
the mess that Barcelona is in. So I want to know, Fabrizio, right now, the latest, okay? So as I believe Messi right now is still in Barcelona as we speak. We don't know that. By the time this comes out, maybe he's flying. But what's, the, what's his plan for Monday, do you think? Uh, so, first of all, um, it's becoming like a spy story now because in the last three days we had many rumors about uh, Jorge Messi flying on Saturday and it was not true. Uh, we had rumors on Sunday of Messi together with his father uh, flying to Paris and it was not true. From Messi camp, they always told me we are not flying on Saturday, we are not flying on Sunday. We are staying here in Barcelona both days. We will see on Monday what happens if we will complete the contract part with, uh, with with Paris Saint-Germain and when everything will be completed, we will be in Paris. So they were not planning to fly today morning because they are still working on the contract. And when I say they, I say the lawyers of Leo Messi, the father of Leo Messi, Jorge, working directly with Paris Saint-Germain and Paris Saint-Germain side. Because imagine that Leonardo, from what I'm told, since Thursday night, last Thursday night, he's not stopping one minute from working on Leo Messi deal, on Leo Messi contract, together with the president, Nasser Al-Khelaifi, with Paris Saint-Germain lawyers. So remember, we are working, we're talking about the best player, one of the best players in the world of the history of football. His contract is something huge. You're not signing a normal free agent, let me say, or a normal player for 20 or 30 million euro or 40 million euro. It's something legendary for Paris Saint-Germain and for Leo Messi himself. So preparing this kind of contract is something long. You can take 24 hours. So that's why it was unrealistic also for Leo to fly on Sunday because they need time. They need time and also today afternoon they're working on the contract. Messi, as you said, as of now, he's still in Barcelona with his family. Once they will complete the contract, Messi will be in Paris. Let's see in the coming hours, maybe on Monday night. But at the moment, I have no message like saying, Fabrizio, we're going to fly in some, some hours or some minutes. So it will take a bit longer. Maybe tomorrow could be the right day to see Messi in Paris having his contract signed and uh, being unveiled as new Paris Saint-Germain player. But as of now, they're working on final details of the contract. The contract has arrived on Sunday morning, one hour before the press conference of Leo Messi. So the official contract, after verbal talks on Thursday, is in Messi hands since Sunday morning. Uh, now they are working on final details. Messi will accept this contract, but they have to talk on the clauses, on final things, and then everything will be complete. So the proposed contract, as you mentioned, it's until June 30, 2023, with the option to extend his salary for 25 million euros, 29.4 million dollars. Uh, so that's a net per season plus add-ons to a maximum of 35 million euros, 41.2 million dollars for each season until 2024. That is some cash there for arguably yes. the greatest player that's ever lived. Is there anything else that we can think about when it comes to this contract? I mean, it was perfect, as we say, this two years contract with this option. Uh, when we Messi, when we mentioned Messi contract, we have always to remember that, as they always do at Paris Saint-Germain and top clubs, but Paris Saint-Germain in particular, they talk also about clauses in case he wins the Champions League, in case he wins the the Ligue 1, uh, in case he wins the triplete, so uh, all competitions. So they're working on this kind of clauses, and these are involved in the add-ons uh, negotiations, but they are working on it. That's why I say that maybe it's not so fast sometimes, but I think think it's absolutely normal when we're talking about this kind of, of stars and of fantastic players. So they're working on it, but everything is in place. But the verbal agreement has been reached on Saturday, so Messi is open to accept this proposal. Yesterday he received the contract and he's 
absolutely happy with it. They need to fix something on, on details and then everything will be completed. So the contract is ready and happy and Messi is happy with it. And let me clarify that we had some rumors around 50 million euro net per season or this kind of thing is not true. It will be 25 guaranteed and potential add-ons to arrive to 35 net per season. Right. Uh, a confirmation there from my very own Fabrizio uh, Romano. And by the way, Fab, we already have, uh, we can see images and videos of people, PSG fans and anybody really at uh, Charles de Gaulle Airport in Paris. I feel sorry, by the way, Fab, for anybody that's not Lionel Messi and it's leaving the airport and they're being greeted by everybody <laughs> there as well. But uh, the other thing as well, I'm reading like uh, an Eiffel Tower presentation. Is that is that part of it, do you think? It could be part of it. Uh, yes, it's something that could be... They, they already did with Ibrahimovic, with Neymar, so it could be a possibility. But as of now, I'm told that they are still working on the unveiling of Leo Messi. So it's not something 100% confirmed. It's a possibility, yes. But, you know, we're talking about one of the biggest transfers of the last 20 years or maybe more than this. And so it's normal that since Friday... A uh, lot of rumors are going around about how they will present Messi, when, uh, what kind of process they have. But there are a lot of fake rumors on this story. So it's something not confirmed yet from Paris Saint-Germain. It's something they are planning, like saying it's a possibility with 2FL, using 2FL, planning with it, but it's not confirmed yet. So I would wait a bit on this point because it's contract, player coming and presentation. And now here with the rumors, seems like, to Rafael, then contract, then presentation. And it's not like this. Let's make the contract before. This is what from Messi they told me, from Messi camp. They say, let's wait a bit. Now we have to do the contract. Then we will have time to do everything. Don't worry. We are not on deadline day. So we have time to do everything. Right. But PSG do want to get this done pretty, you know, you know, yeah. as soon as they can so they can have all their talks in order. Yes. Yeah. yes, yes, yes. They are in a rush. From Paris Saint-Germain, they are in a rush because they want to have everything signed as soon as possible. And Leonardo, as I said before, is working on it really every minute together with Nasser. He's directly involved, also the president of the club, and not something usual in transfers, but he's directly involved in the negotiation. He's been calling directly Jorge Messi many times. So yes, they are in a rush. They want to have Leo ready to be presented as soon as possible. And um, no Premier League uh, team was even in contention? No, I would say no. There is someone who asked about intermediaries and these kind of things to see about the situation, how is the situation with Paris Saint-Germain, but Messi has not received any proposal from Premier League clubs. When I, mean, when I mean proposal, I mean directly from the club or official proposals. It was just intermediaries looking at the situation, contacting Jorge Messi on this possibility, but was not something advanced. Also because we had rumors about Chelsea, but Chelsea are only focused on Romero Lukaku and Romero Lukaku will be a new Chelsea player this week, so they are not looking at Leo Messi as possibility. And also other English clubs are focusing on different things. As Pep Guardiola said, Manchester City had Jack Grealish. Uh, you're, you're Jack Grealish for, uh, with the number He's 10. He's not like Jack Grealish anymore, Fab. He's not like Jack Grealish anymore. You're right, you're right, you're right. So, Leon so Bailey, it's, he's my Leon Bailey now. And then he went there, and then he exactly, went there. Exactly, exactly. And then he because and then he doing an amazing job. Eh? They're doing an amazing job, really. Absolutely. Hey, but people are going to get really mad now that I keep going on about Villa. Listen, um, we're going to talk about Romelo Lukaku in a second, Fabrizio, as well, because that's a big news. But I wanted to just uh, focus on PSG a little bit more just to the end here, because I'm I'm reading, Fab, they're not done. Is Camavinga's price being lowered? Are they going to make a push there? What's going on there? They always had an interest in Kamavinga and when we spoke of Kamavinga we always mentioned Paris Saint-Germain but as of now I'm told that there is still nothing advanced with, with Kamavinga and Paris Saint-Germain. It's still something that they consider an opportunity 
because signing Kamavinga next summer would be a problem for many clubs because there will be a big race if Kamavinga will be staying at Rennes this summer and so he's not extending his contract with Rennes 100%. So many clubs will be in the race next summer. Uh, but when I say many clubs, I mention also Spanish clubs, Real Madrid, Barcelona. Let's see what happens with Bayern. So many clubs will win the race. And that's why Paris Saint-Germain are keeping tabs on the situation of Camavinga this summer, as also Manchester United, because Manchester United had been in direct contact with Camavinga camp and with Ren on Camavinga situation some weeks ago. But as of now, we're still quiet because the player wants to wait. Because Paris Saint-Germain are focused on Messi, of course, and because the player wants to wait. Uh, he wants to wait to see what is the best project to him, uh, what they're offering him, not just about money, but about the project, if he's a starter or not. Manchester United has many midfielders. Paris Saint-Germain have Verratti, Wijnaldum, and many others, Paredes, many, many others in the club. So he wants to make sure that he's doing the right decision because... Next summer, he will be a free agent. So next summer, he could pick his favorite club in many different countries with many different projects. So that's why he's not in a rush. And I think it, if he will be moving this summer, it will take big long. It's not something imminent, I'm told. Right. Uh, and we will discuss this even more uh, with uh, Jonathan Johnson, who joins us after the break as well. He's going to go into more about how this is going to work out for Pochettino. I'm telling you, Fabrizio, if PSG don't win the Champions League, the league, Coupe de France, whatever, they should just retire from the game. This squad, <laughs> this squad is just absolutely ridiculous. I agree it, with you. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's a ridiculous team. Hey, let's talk about Inter Milan for a second. Yes. Uh, Serie A defending champions. They know, uh, we all know that financially they are also, you know, having to deal with a few things. They have a new manager. Obviously, Antonio Conte uh, left his plan. What he wanted uh, wasn't in accordance to what they could offer. And now Romelo Lukaku is uh, heading back to Chelsea, which is amazing. He was bought for what, like 18 million plus items uh, way back. And now he's returning 115, I believe. Talk to me about this. Uh, what's the latest on that? Yes, Lukaku will be Chelsea player. Today morning in Milano, he had the main part of his medical as new Chelsea player. So everything has been completed. The two clubs have an agreement since the weekend. Last weekend for 115 million euro to enter from Chelsea. Uh, Chelsea were offering also players like Marcos Alonso and many others, but Inter were not open to this solution. They only wanted money to use this money for Romelu Lukaku replacement, so that's why they were not accepting Alonso or any other player. So everything is in place between the two clubs, between Romelu and Chelsea, because he has an agreement on a long-term contract for 12 million euro net per season as salary with Chelsea. So everything is in place, really. It's just a matter of time for Romelu to fly to London, maybe tonight, maybe tomorrow morning. Then he will have the second part of his medical. We complete everything. We'll sign his contract with Chelsea and he will be announced as new top striker of Chelsea because he had a fantastic season with Inter here, winning the Scudetto, winning Serie A. And that's why now he's prepared to try again with Chelsea. Quite a formidable story here. As I was mentioning, uh, Lukaku went to Chelsea uh, from Anderlecht, I believe, he just did multiple loans and it didn't work out. And now he's going back to Chelsea. Well, listen, so what do Inter do then? I'm hearing Dzeko is a possibility. Dzeko is really, really advanced. They have an agreement in place with the player. It's personal terms for two years, so contract till 2023. They have an agreement on the salary, so everything is okay with the player. Now they are just waiting Roma to find a replacement. Uh, and it's something important because last summer Dzeko was a new Juventus player. It was a done deal. He was ready to fly to Turin and then Roma were not signing the replacement with Milik from Napoli and so they had problems with this deal and the deal collapsed for Dzeko to Juventus. So let's wait for Roma to find the replacement to say that Dzeko is new Inter player. But yes, he's in the list. So Dzeko is close to join Inter but they want to sign two strikers. 
So it's Jeco and another one. They are looking for Duvan Zapata from Atalanta. They also oh, have that'd be great. options. Yes, he's an interesting player, really good in Serie A for many, many years. So they have some some options, not only Zapata, but he's the main option as of now. And they will go for two strikers, Jeco and another one. And that's also because of the storyline of Lautaro Martinez, right? Tottenham are are showing a lot of interest. Is is there any possibility there? Is Lautaro going to stay? What's the latest there? From Inter, they state that Lautaro will stay. They say Lautaro is staying. Uh, It was a possibility before they saw Lukaku. Because before Lukaku to Chelsea, they had the possibility with Tottenham offering 70 million euro plus add-ons for Lautaro. And also Atletico Madrid keen on Lautaro Martinez. So they had some possibility for him. But now with Lukaku leaving the club, they can't sell also Lautaro. This is what Inter said. And let's see what happens. Because, you know, Inter were saying the same also for Lukaku. They said he's untouchable. He's untouchable for many times. The CEO of Inter 10 days ago said... Uh, Lukaku is staying, he's untouchable, he's key player to us, and then he, they sold him when they received the proposal. So let's see what happens. But as of now, interposition is Lautaro is staying, and we're going to talk of a new contract for him soon. Very, very interesting. All right, we have a few more minutes here left with Fabrizio. So I have two quick questions right here. I, I have to talk about it. Yes, Jack Grealish with Man City, fantastic, amazing. But Man City, I feel, need a striker as well. Fabrizio Romano is Harry Kane. Obviously, came out and said, "Look, this is ridiculous. All these news that I'm refusing, whatever. It's, you know, everything will be. But you know, my loyalty to Tottenham should not be questioned, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. What's the latest here? Uh, I guess with Man City and Harry Kane, but Man City also in their search for a number nine. Yes, but they want Harry Kane. They want Harry Kane in Manchester City. It's still their number one target. They want, yes, yes, yes. Also, if they sign Grealish, uh, their feeling at the start of July, at the end of, of, of June, was it's really difficult to sign both Grealish and Kane in the same window. But we will try. And they're trying because after signing Grealish, they are ready also for Harry Kane bid. But they have not made yet a new bid for Harry Kane after the opening one turned down from Tot- by Tottenham. It was the end of June, was £100 million turned down from Tottenham president Daniel Levy. Because they know that with Daniel Levy, it's really difficult to negotiate. So if Tottenham in the coming days will tell Harry Kane, OK, we are prepared to sell you. Let's bring in a new proposal from Manchester City. Man City will be 100% ready to jump in the race and to make a new proposal for Harry Kane. If Tottenham will continue saying, as they are doing as of now, we don't want to sell Harry Kane, we want to continue with Harry Kane, the player will be staying. So that's why it's a poker game between Tottenham and Manchester City, but they are here. They are prepared to jump in the race and try again for Harry Kane. Yeah, well, they better get to it because they looked pretty flat in the community shield. I know it was just a community shield, but still, they need a number nine. Because what if Gabriel Jesus gets injured, like, <laughs> like what do you do? Like, it's, it's it's kind of a crazy. All right, well, final one. Anything else that we haven't asked you here, Fab, that you want to discuss uh, as we say goodbye to you? Yes, I think uh, something to be keep an eye on here in, in Italy is about Locatelli because we have still many Juventus and Arsenal players asking about the situation, but Juventus are still pushing on Locatelli, so he's still Juventus' main player. And I want to say that at the moment I don't see Arsenal uh, trying again for Locatelli because they want a player really convinced about their project. And as of now, Locatelli is only thinking of Juventus and not of, of, of Arsenal. Uh, let's see what happens at Manchester United with Diogo Dalot because we were talking about Camavinga, but they are really happy with Diogo Dalot now and AC Milan are not offering what Manchester United want for Dalot and AC Milan are going for Florenzi former Paris Saint-Germain players could be soon the new right back of AC Milan so many moves here in Italian football uh, we will be following the Serie A on, on CBS Sports so it will be interesting to see what happens in the coming days on the market also here and uh, and talking about Dusan Vlaovic I think this week we'll have some update on this guy from Fiorentina striker Serbian player so young he's 21 but scored 25 goals last season with Fiorentina 
amazing player. Many rumors about Tottenham and Atletico Madrid interested in him. They are really interested in him, but Fiorentina hope to keep the player. But I think he's one of the names to keep an eye on in the coming days. I love it. And I love that you ended with some Serie A news because, as Fabrizio reminded you, Serie A is on CBS Sports and Paramount+. Plus this season onward so make sure that you tune in Fabrizio Romano make sure that you follow him on Twitter Fabrizio Romano Instagram as well CBS Sports he is everywhere always especially this summer and I love it Fabrizio make sure that you get your sleep you drink your uh, your protein shake you eat your breakfast I don't know what you got to do but take care of yourself my friend thank you thank you my friend really nice to be back here with you and thank you again and see you soon on CBS Sports and okay golas Hey everyone, this is Jimmy Conrad, your favorite former U.S. men's national team player and the host of the Call It What You Want podcast. And I'm here to tell you that Viore is a versatile clothing brand that speaks my language. It's inspired from the coastal California lifestyle, just like me. Its products stand the test of time, just like me. And also just like me, it endeavors to inspire others to live vibrant, healthy lives. Viore gear is designed to look great in everyday life while also being perfect for any workout activity. I'm currently rocking the men's Sunday performance jogger And don't let the name deceive you. You can wear these babies any day of the week and in any situation. I'm talking going to the office, running errands, the gym, whatever your heart desires, because Viore is an investment in your happiness. For our listeners, they are offering 20% off your first purchase. So get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet at viore.com sports. That's V-U-O-R-I.com sports. Not only will you receive 20% off your first purchase, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75 and free returns. Again, go to viore.com sports and discover the versatility of Viore clothing. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Welcome back, everybody, to Gigo Lasso. And it's so good to be back as well, part two, because I am here once again with Jonathan Johnson. JJ, what's up, man? How are you? How was your summer? Hey, man, very well, thanks. And uh, and yourself, you're definitely looking more tan than I am, but uh, I've got a bit of bit more holiday to look forward to, so uh, can't wait for that. No, I mean, it's, it's been a funny summer, went on holiday, had the Euros, had the Olympics, and now kind of feel like I need another holiday, especially with what's <laughs> going on in Paris right now. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm telling you, like, two people I really feel sorry for right now is Fabrizio and you, because, like, it's it just it's never ending. But this is massive news, uh, everybody. Obviously, we just talked to Fabrizio about the latest updates from Messi's camp, etc. And JJ Bean, of course, are Paris-based League uh, PSG specific correspondent for CBS Sports as well. It's so great. You have to follow all of JJ's work throughout the week. We have some great stuff coming out, so make sure that you do it. But we have him here first, and uh, we wanted to talk about, obviously, we're going to get more into Messi and PSG here, JJ, because I, I want to know, first of all, what's the vibe in Paris right now? I mean, I'm seeing videos and images of people outside the airport, Parc de Prince. Um, just the overall sentiment from PSG fan base and, and the like in France. What, what, what's it feel like right now? 
Yeah, it's it's an absolute madhouse right now in Paris. You know, those images that you've seen, it's, it's an accurate reflection of just how big a deal uh, Messi potentially coming to PSG is. You know, there's been uh, throngs of people waiting at the airport for him two days in a row without Messi even setting foot on an airplane yet. So that's, you know, it, it, it just goes to show, you know, how much excitement there is uh, in Paris for his arrival. And let's not forget as well, Paris is a city that, Okay, it's a huge city, but it's deserted in August because all of the locals go away. So for that many people to be turning up, uh, you know, just potentially for a glimpse uh, of Lionel Messi at the airport, at the stadium, uh, you know, that that just goes to show how big a deal uh, this is going to be for uh, PSG and for, for French football as a whole. Absolutely. All right. So let's get into the latest here, because with Fabrizio, I was talking to him about uh, Messi and how, as we speak, he's still in Barcelona, etc. Perhaps he flies tonight. We we don't know, right? What we do know, though, is that there has been obviously an aggressive push from PSG, but it's been specifically aggressive from Leonardo as well and Nasser as well. Like, can you tell me PSG's sort of mentality throughout this whole thing? Yeah, absolutely. So, sort of going back towards the end of last year. Leonardo took the unusual step uh, of coming out and doing a public Q&A session uh, with the fans via the official um, club media feeds. So he doesn't um, normally do that, JJ. He doesn't normally do a public q &A. No, I mean, normally what he will do is at the very beginning of a season, he'll give like a briefing to the journalists if there are any potential big moves in the offing. You know, we've seen in the past when he returned back in 2019, uh, you know, he, he came and explained to the journalists the situation uh, when Barca were trying to bring uh, Neymar back to, to camp now. Uh, obviously, we know that Neymar ended up staying, uh, but this was quite an unusual step in that, uh, you know, PSG were under a bit of criticism. They'd made a slow start to the season. So Leonardo was fielding questions basically provided by the fans. Now, one of the questions or a couple of the questions actually were related to players of the caliber of Cristiano Ronaldo, of Lionel Messi. And at that moment, Leonardo said very clearly that if ever players of that caliber were made available or became available for transfer, PSG would at least consider potentially making a move for them because opportunities like that come around very, very rarely. Uh, and it's my understanding for Brizio's too that, you know, up until the announcement by Barcelona last Thursday, PSG didn't think that there was any chance that Messi would be moving on from Barcelona. It was as much of a shock for PSG as it was for, for Messi and his entourage, uh, you know, when Barcelona made that announcement. So obviously, as soon as it was made, uh, you know, PSG, who'd been chasing Paul Pogba up until now, uh, you know, potentially trying to work out a way that they could put a, a transfer fee in front of Manchester United and then potentially try to tackle his uh, his salary. You know, they, they suddenly see this opportunity to bring in Messi, a once-in-a-lifetime uh, opportunity. Uh, and that's when Leonardo and Nasser El Halifi really jumped into action. PSG played Trois uh, in their Ligue 1 opener over the weekend. Both uh, men cancelled their appearance at the stadium at very short notice. You know, that's how hard they were pushing in these negotiations uh, to make sure that Messi decides to move to PSG, uh, having left Barcelona officially on Sunday. Okay, so... You know, as you said, PSG didn't even think they had a shot. The moment they knew they had one, they pounced. And obviously, as we know so far from both you, Fabrizio, specifically as well, is that it's just literally the final details. It's just trying to figure out what's going to, to happen. Let me ask you this other question here. In terms of Ligue 1, 
how is this being received right now? And I'm sure that this is a rhetorical question, but what, is there a, a general sentiment from the French soccer sort of uh, environment that, that sort of, this isn't just good for PSG, but it's potentially good for the entire league? Yeah, so just on the immediate situation with Messi, uh, yeah, it is my understanding that they're still working out the finer details and, you know, they're still waiting uh, to basically know that it's time to to, to go to Paris. The, the broad agreement is there, but obviously there's also the shock factor for Messi as well, you know, having sunk in that he's 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 bid farewell to, to Barcelona, which has been his home for the best part of 20 years. You know, that takes some, some digesting. Now, in terms of what it means to, to Ligue 1 and what it means to French football. This is huge. This is absolutely massive. We can't underestimate it. You know, Neymar uh, being plucked from Barcelona and coming to PSG back in, in 2017 was big. This is even bigger. Uh, and it comes at a moment as well where Ligue 1, French football in general, really, really needs a shot in the arm. Uh, you know, it's been well documented, the struggles that, that the French domestic landscape uh, has undergone uh, since COVID-19, the collapse of the television deal as well with Media Pro. Uh, you know, financially, clubs are struggling in France and PSG, although they've been able to move uh, fairly freely on the transfer market this summer, you know, they have been impacted as well. Think about it. PSG haven't been able to welcome fans at Parc des Princes uh, in big numbers for the best part of 18 months now. Uh, they've announced uh, today, so Monday, that they will be able to welcome full houses uh, at their stadium from the very first game of the season, which is Strasbourg this coming weekend. Uh, and, you know, what better way to welcome uh, somebody like Messi to the French capital, to Ligue 1, uh, than to be able to introduce him to, uh, you know, an absolutely full house in Paris, which it will be. You know, there will be people who, if PSG can get the deal over the line in time, uh, you know, who will come back from their holiday in order to, to attend. Season ticket holders will break their their vacation in order to to be there to to, to cheer for him, to, to, you know, to welcome him because he, he is kind of viewed as, something of a potential savior for, for French football because of the the audience that uh, that Messi will bring with him, the, the, the extra exposure. You know, PSG, I think, um, you know, will probably feel that they've been carrying the can a little bit for French football over the, over the years in, in terms of trying to get people to buy into the league, be interested in it. I mean, I, the, the league itself has not done itself many favors in terms of trying to promote itself abroad. But when you bring in, you know, game-changing figures like uh, Messi, like Sergio Ramos this summer, you know, that really uh, makes people sit up and take notice. And, you know, given that mess the following of Messi is, you know, pretty much like a religion, uh, you know, I think that there will be a lot more eyeballs on Ligue 1, on French football in general this season with him here. Yeah. Let me ask you another question. Might be a stupid one, but hey, let me just ask it. Can PSG afford this? I mean, yes, they, they can. I mean, I think in the short term, uh, my understanding is that PSG know that they're going to have to work hard to make some space on the wage bill to move out some of the players that they don't really see a future for at Parc des Princes. But they know in the medium to long term, uh, you know, and with Messi, that's at least for, for two seasons if the contract gets signed. Uh, they know that the financial returns from bringing in somebody like Messi. It's an investment that will pay for itself and more so uh, in a very short space of time. So whether PSG can afford it, sure, short term, uh, it's sort of between now and the end of the transfer window, they're going to have to get creative and do a fair bit of work. But beyond that, you know, it's, it, it's a no brainer, really. 
Yeah. Is there any guesses on who you think would be a player that might leave PSG as a result of this? Oh, there's a number of players who are available at the moment. You know, Pablo Sarabia, I'd say, is probably the most attractive, uh, given the way that he performed in the Euro over the summer. Uh, you've got guys like Levin Kazawa, who's been on the market now for quite a while. Uh, you know, you've got Ander Herrera, you've got Sergio Rico, you've got Tito Kehaer. Uh, you know, Maro Icardi as well, if the, the right offer was put in front of PSG, there are not too many players in that PSG squad that PSG wouldn't consider offers for. But obviously, it's not going to be the big names, the likes of Kylian Mbappe, the likes of Marco Verratti, the likes of Marquinhos. I mean, there could be a surprise, you know, depending on what happens in the shakeup um, between the sticks with Donnarumma coming in, uh, you know, Navas having done so well since he, uh, since he arrived, and then there being this sort of competition for the starting role. There could be a, a surprise in that maybe Navas gets a last-minute offer from somewhere and ends up going. Uh, I hope it's not the case because I think he, he deserves to be able to fight for the starting role given everything that he's done. Uh, in his time in Paris. Yeah, don't even but, get me started. <laughs> I'm just, it's just ridiculous how disrespected he is. Anyway, continue, my friend. Icardi was the one that I was thinking about. Obviously, I think uh, Paredes is a big one, but I feel like Icardi is, is a major one. Now, let me ask you the other thing. Kylian Mbappé. No way, you know, he's ever leaving this summer, do you think? Or, or, or do you think that PSG could listen to it? I'm reading, obviously, that there's no way that that's going to happen. But because the, 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 just the idea of Neymar, Messi, and Mbappé is absolutely ridiculous. What's Mbappé's immediate future? Uh, my understanding is that Mbappe's immediate future is in Paris. Uh, he's not going to be going anywhere this season. The sort of the state of play with Mbappé uh, and PSG is that Mbappé is prepared to play out the season with PSG and is not yet prepared to commit to signing a new contract. Now, obviously, PSG have a much stronger hand if they can now turn around to Mbappe in the next round of negotiations and say, okay, well, now we've brought Messi on top of Ramos, on top of Wijnaldum, on top of Donnarumma, on top of Hakimi in this summer. Uh, you know, is there any club in Europe that can compete uh, with us at least based on you know what you can see on paper now you know the other the other situation that you have to bear in mind is you know the basically what's going on in la liga which which also forced a messi and barcelona to split ways you know it also applies to real madrid real madrid mm. although they're bringing in money this summer from moving on the likes of Varane, uh you know and they've only really done uh, major business in terms of bringing alaba in you know, to be able to put an offer in front of PSG that would be acceptable and also make an acceptable offer to, to Mbappe, it's still not going to happen financially this summer. And also, you know, it's difficult, I think, for Real to sell the project to Mbappe at this moment in time where they'd need to use all of their finances to get him in and probably more than that. Uh, and, you know, how would they then rebuild this squad, which is not the best Real that we've seen in, in a long time? Uh, you know, to, 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 to make them competitive enough to win the trophies that he craves. You know, I think PSG are making a very, very strong argument for him to extend by a couple more years before potentially leaving, I don't know, maybe around the time of the, the 2024 Olympics in Paris. Yeah, no, absolutely right. Uh, and also, it's amazing that we're talking about, obviously, Lionel Messi, but a 34-year-old Lionel Messi and what he is offering still to this day at 34 years old. Incredible. Jonathan Johnson, 
Paris-based CBS Sports. Follow him on John underscore Le Gossip as well, cbsports.com. Thank you so much, brother, and make sure that you stay tuned with us all week because JJ will be here as well to discuss plenty this and much more. JJ, thank you, my man. Thank you. Hey, everybody. I want to thank Fabrizio Romano and Jonathan Johnson for joining me today. This is season two of Kego Lasso, and we are so thankful for all the support you have given us throughout the summer. And as we enter the new season, don't forget to follow us on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash Kego Lasso. We are on Twitter as well, Kego Lasso Pod. And please listen to us, subscribe to us, follow us on Apple Podcasts, as well as Spotify, Stitcher, and so much more. We have so much more content aside from PSG and Messi. We have previews coming up as we look ahead to the Premier League, La Liga, and of course, Serie A, which you can only watch on Paramount Plus and CBS Sports. We have plenty for you. I am back. Don't worry, my beautiful people. I am back, and I'm here to make sure that we go through this beautiful journey of the beautiful game on Que Golazo and CBS Sports as well. Have a great, great rest of your week. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.